Maller here. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you. One of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. That was a disgraceful performance by the Denver Broncos as Kansas City able to comfortably win the Monday night game, the close to week eight in the NFL. The uh, Chiefs benefiting from the early gift by Trevor Simeon to jump out by two touchdowns, and uh, as the as they say, I learned this in sportscasting class, they never looked back. They never looked back. Uh, they win by 10, Kansas City. They cover the spread, unfortunately for me, as a gutless effort by the Broncos there as they uh, meekly go down. If you love field goals, the Broncos are the team for you. And they drop now under 500 to 3-4. and four. Kansas City able to win a game with their defense, although was it their defense or was it a bunch of just early gifts by Simeon who was all over the field? But let's talk about this. Let's discuss the Monday night game, a 10-point win for Kansas City. Uh, And a, a couple of things that stood out about all of this. 
first of all, can, for, from the Kansas City side of things, you had a case where Alex Smith and Kareem Hunt did not dominate. This was not a night where they were on fire. In fact, uh, Kareem Hunt, the first time he'd been held under 100 yards this season, he's, he's a rookie. And Alex Smith had a very pedestrian performance. He was at 6.5 yards per attempt. There were several passes that looked like the Alex Smith of recent vintage, not the Alex Smith of this year, but of the last couple of years where he's a maddening, 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 maddening. But the difference here, the difference for Kansas City is their defense Made some plays, but the pass rush was there, something that had been an issue for the Chiefs, the ability to get to the quarterback. And uh, the I think they had three sacks in this game, but they were putting pressure on Trevor Simeon. Justin Houston played a strong game. Uh, and that's going forward for Kansas City. You're assuming that Alex Smith is going to come back to the mean, that he's not going to play like Tom Brady all year, and that Kareem Hunt is not the second coming uh, of – whoever you think the greatest running back of all time is, and go down the list by generation, but that Kareem Hunt also is not going to be a 100-yard-a-game player. So for Kansas City to go forward, the defense, the front seven, which had been non-existent at times in, in recent games, with certainly against the Raiders when Derek Carr sliced up the Kansas City defense in that bizarre, bizarre situation. But this was a feel-good situation for the Chiefs because they were able to win without Alex Smith dominating, without Kareem Hunt doing much of anything of note, and they still win comfortably in a game that was, for all intents and purposes, never in doubt. But the better story here is in the losing locker room. Who you got? Trevor Simeon, who you got? Man, oh, man. Wow, is that bad. That You know what? Let me tell you the Broncos' problem here. I got it all figured out. That's why I'm a talk show host. I have all this stuff figured out. You know what Trevor Simeon is? I've got the perfect analogy for Trevor Simeon. I think you'll agree with me. He's like a bandage that's been on for too long. The intention of Trevor Simeon was never to be a starter for more than a season. And the fact that he's now clearly overmatched on a weekly basis and that the Broncos' offense is sputtering away is really a testimonial to bad leadership by John Elway. This was not an unpredictable situation. You had a bandage. If you get a cut and you put a bandage on and you don't change the bandage and it doesn't heal after a while, what do you think happens? It gets disgusting. It gets foul. There's an odor. It's, it's terrible. And that's what the Broncos have right now at quarterback. And I, I realize the argument, the counter argument is, hey, they've, they've tried to – draft the future in Paxton and he's apparently a bum and he's not getting it done but the Broncos are throwing away uh, a defense we, we mentioned the, the, a very good defense and the Broncos are in a position like Chicago although it's a little higher profile because the Broncos are thought of as a better team but the the, the, the Bears rather have a, a great defense they have no offense they have no clue uh, the Vikings even though the Vikings record you say well they're pretty good and the Minnesota Vikings right now are the second seed in the NFC. If you look at that kind of stuff and project ahead, they got a 6-2 and two record. But the reality is you have no confidence in any of the schlubs that the Vikings are going to send out there to play quarterback and that if any success the Vikings have is in spite of the quarterback position. 
And for the Broncos, they can't even get into that position. Trevor Simeon in this game, less than 200 yards passing. He had a touchdown, three interceptions for Trevor Simeon. You get a turnover, you get a turnover, you get a turnover. Hey, Vance Joseph, I know you're having the time of your life. What's up with all these mistakes? Aren't you the coach? What's going on with that? But it all falls back to turning the ball over five times. That's that's insane. You know, you you can't win turning the ball over five times. You know, and guys work too hard along with coaches and players to uh, have a big game and give it away five times. It's like he was shocked by that. Did he not realize while the game was going on that the Broncos were turning the ball over at a rapid rate, that this was not not going well? <laughs> Hey, this is the trade deadline in the NFL. Today is uh, it's our Halloween show. It's the uh, the morning of Halloween. So does that mean the Broncos have to then make a trade for a who can they get? Who would, who would you trade for? What kind of slop? Look at the here's how you do it. Let me tell you something. Here's what you do. You look at the bottom of the NFL standings, the dreck of the NFL. And then you have to go through that and attempt to trade for someone that's part of that dreck. And the names that are there, anyone on the Browns, you can get. Anyone on the Colts, you can get. 49ers, although they just made a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. More on that later. The Giants, Elijah Manning. Nah, we mentioned that name a week ago. Elijah Manning. That that's the the big name. Would the Chargers now trade Phillip Rivers now that they're 3-5 and five and Stuck in that same position with the Jets and the, you know, the Raiders. With Does Rivers become available? All right, let's hear back uh, more from Vance Joseph here. He was shocked by the turnovers. What are you going to do with the quarterback? What's going on with Simeon? Give me the inside skinny. Late in the third quarter, it's it's, it's 20 to 13. You know, So we're back in the football game. So Not to really. go back with our Stop. quarterback, in my opinion, was the right decision. You know, You're a liar. It, it didn't end well. But we're in the game. You know, even with three or four turnovers, we're in the football game. So I stayed with Trevor because he's our guy. I mean, he's he's worked all week. You know, so that was my decision to stay with him. Having the time of his life. This- yeah, he worked all week because you made him work all week. If you'd put some other schmo in there, he would have worked all week. What a dopey answer. Now, I can tell you that later on in the news conference, uh, judging by some of the reports out of the Denver media contingent, that Vance Joseph, when asked point blank whether or not Trevor Simeon was going to be the quarterback going forward, Vance Joseph did not rule out the possibility of making a switch for the Denver Broncos. He said, and here's, here's the great, the great uh, legal term, right? The we, we talk about weasel words and weasel language, could, might, maybe, things like that. Uh, anything's possible. That was the, the two-word response. Vance Joseph on the possibility of changing quarterbacks. Anything is possible. Now, one of the great selling points of Trevor Simeon, the bandage that's been on for too long for the Broncos, was that, hey, Simeon is a a very smart quarterback because he went to Northwestern. Apparently no idiots go to Northwestern. I'm sure there have been some idiots that go to Northwestern, but everyone assumes that Simeon, because he went there, and all these lawyers and these rich guys that work in law went to Northwestern, and a lot of annoying media types went to Northwestern, that, uh, that Simeon must be smarter than the average bear or the average quarterback. So... Uh, Trevor Simeon, uh, this was a terrible performance by you. What do you have to say for yourself? 
Yeah, kind of scary, right? I mean, you turn it over four times and you're you're still in the game with a team like Kansas City. So, I mean, that's that's kind of unbelievable, really. So, you know, we we know we have the ability to be pretty good. Um, you know, it's just tough tough when you're playing two teams, right? You can't play the Denver Broncos and you can't play another team. So, um, too many mistakes by me. Am I in the twilight zone? Yeah, a serious question. If you watched the Monday night game, I know everyone's boycotting the NFL, so no one watched it other than me. But if you watched the Monday night game, did it ever really feel like the Broncos were in the game? And maybe I'm in a bizarre world. My television's a special television. I never really got the sense that that was the case. Even though mathematically, if you want to do the arithmetic, sure. But that's alternative universe stuff, the way that Simeon was playing the football. So I, these, these are some murky waters that the Broncos find themselves in right now. And Denver is currently at three and four. They're tied with teams like the Texans and the Bengals in the AFC. It's never too early. I'm one of the few people. I, I never wait till the end of the year to look at the playoff picture. That's how I roll. What makes me the king of overnight radio, right? Yeah, kind of scary, right? It is very scary. So that's what it is. Halloween. So the the Broncos are three and four. They will be three and six. The Broncos will be three and six. And then what are you gonna do? They got at Philadelphia. Eagles beat up on bad teams. Broncos are a bad team. Patriots. That's in, unless Tom Brady breaks his leg this this coming week in the bye. That is a win for the Patriots. So the Broncos will be sitting at 3-6 and six after 10 games, and they'll be playing out the string the rest of the way. Now, they, they do have some games down the stretch that are winnable games, but for this to be any kind of a realistic playoff push, the Broncos are going to have to win uh, at least one of the next two, you would assume. You would assume. All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox. Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie. Garcia. He's right now, right there. Now, Ben, I can't see you at the moment, but uh, and yeah. you can't, and you can't see me. But I am what? wearing my Halloween costume. Oh, you are. I am. I don't know if you uh, if you wore yours. I didn't. But I, I have. I, couldn't, I, my, I would take six hours of makeup for me to wear my costume. What, what are you wearing right now? I, I'm well. I'm wearing a mask. Okay. Uh, and I am I am either an old time hockey goalie or a serial killer who wears a hockey goalie mask. How about bank robber? There's a lot of options here. Bank robber? Yes, bank robber. that's a third option. How about a really bad ninja? No, no, I don't think not that's, a bad ninja. No. Now Danny G's also wearing his uh, Danny his G, annual Halloween G costume was, for the I, tenth I, year in a row. I don't want to sensationalize this, but Danny G was going around the Geico the hallowed hallways of the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where legends like Tony Bruno used to work, and was scaring people as he was walking around the hallway. He was spooking them. I'm not kidding. He was spooking people. Yeah, we were very close to having to call 911 for Jason Smith because he about yeah. had a heart attack he in the hallway. He screamed like a, t- like a nine-year-old Garrow is what he screamed like when he saw. That does not surprise me. Actually. Yeah, when he saw uh, my man Danny G in his costume. So. Yeah, so uh, you're dressed up, I, and I feel yeah. like, well, I am. You did, know what I'm now, dressed did up? Did Coop bring his horse mask? His horsey mask? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I asked him to, but I don't know if he did. He does. I don't see it. Wait a minute. He's putting oh. his headphones on. See if that microphone works. That would be a trick or a treat right there. No, I did not. Oh. <laughs> Way to play along, Coop. <laughs> I had to borrow a different car to, to come into work at the last minute, so I, I kind of forgot. Coop's, uh, 
un- unhappy with that. Now I, I want to point Welcome out. Welcome back, Coop. I am dressed up. Uh, I am dressed up like a world champion because on uh, the first day of November, the Los Angeles Dodgers will win the championship of professional baseball. They will win the next two games. It'll be breathtaking, astonishing, oh, no marvelous baseball. And I am getting the jump on all these naysayers, these wet blankets, because I've got my uh, my Dodger paraphernalia on right now, ready to go. So I roll. Ready? I, I saw the photos uh, of you as Frankenstein. Yes! Did you like me as Frankenstein? I, I did. I love you were, Frankenstein. You were, you were definitely in character. You had this, like, scowl on yeah. your face. I you love like it. You were really upset. It's the perfect. Very different than the normal yeah, look you I'm have. usually very happy, and I smile all the time, oh, and I yeah. laugh, and I can But I'm, I'm really, <laughs> I love Frankenstein, Eddie, because I can, I can really just let my inner anger go. And and people love it. And- they eat it up. They're like, oh, look, he's really angry. He's in character. Yeah. Yeah, and it's wonderful. I don't have to smile at all. I meet. I, I went to a Halloween party with my wife, and it was all these people there from her work and whatnot. I didn't really know many people. And I, I just had to sit there with a scowl on my face. I loved it. I think I could be Frankenstein every year from now on. It's the perfect costume for me. Well, Danny G has gone as, as uh, Tupac every year for yeah. I don't know how many years. So, I mean, if he can do that, yep. I don't see why you can't well, the uh, o- the only problem with Frankenstein. The, the Frankenstein was the makeup. Yeah. There was a lot of makeup that was mm-hmm. required. Hollywood uh, movie caliber makeup. You saw. Yeah. Yes, That's uh, movie quality. Mm-hmm. Although uh, everyone's down on Hollywood now, so I don't know if I want to, you know, maybe more like uh, internet video, you know, YouTube, something like that. I could be a All YouTube right. Frankenstein or okay. Netflix. Sure. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Are we good? Everything good? Yes? Everything all right? <laughs> uh, who's the scariest caller that we have? Of all the regular callers that we have, who's the scariest caller that we have? The spookiest mm. caller, the one that gives you nightmares. I'm going to go first. Go ahead. All right? For me, it's Mark the full name guy. Damn. Because he's threatened to kill me. In the past. So I'm, I believe that Mark, the full name guy, he said justifiable homicide. For me, he's the one that gives me nightmares. Eddie, you want to go? I was also going to pick uh, Mark, Mark, the full okay. name guy. We agree on that. <laughs> for, that for that laugh alone, yeah. very psychotic sounding. <laughs> Danny G, any pushback on this? Yeah, for me, I'm going to say weed man hippie. Just, weed man yeah, hippie. Just, happy. It's not, not that he's scary per se, <laughs> but it's a, it's a scary proposition to know when exactly to blow him up or not. Yeah. I, I do like how on a dime, Weed Man Hippie can go from your best friend ever to, I'm never calling you again. Remember the first couple of months when Weed Man was a regular? Every other, every other time he called, I'm never calling you again. I changed my whole schedule for you. I'm done with you. He freaked out every time he would call. Yeah, he's very bipolar. Right. Anyone else, Coop? Anyone else we're forgetting about? What's what's the name of the uh, female caller who's who's going to stalk you, Ben? No one stalks me. The women callers love me. You're talking about the naked one from Oakland that called no, last week? No, Is that no, the, no, I think no. he's referring to Rachel. Yes, oh, Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. Uh, yeah, not Elizabeth. I mean, Rachel. Listen, the first day of November, Dodgers won the championship. I'm trying to figure out, will the parade, I guess the parade will be on Friday? or I can't really do it on Saturday. Is the Dodger parade on, is it going to be next week? Are they going to wait till next week for the parade? I think she'll give you a ride to the parade. Oh, please. How dare you? Well, maybe she, maybe Uber, you know, could Uber. Lyft, something like that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Been doing this a fair amount of time, and typically the NFL trade deadline is a dud. It is no good. It's like trick-or-treating and getting a bag of carrots. 
Uh, that's what the NFL trade deadline is like, typically. A lot of hype and very little action, but not this year. It appears that it is different. It is different now. It is on. It is on because we got action. We got action. So much for that whole line of secession for the Patriots going from Tom Brady to Jimmy Garoppolo. And also, can you can forget about that. The Patriots are not trading Jimmy Garoppolo even if they get offered five first-round draft picks, which one of these bozo NFL insiders claimed last year. We know that that's not the case because if you have not heard this, if you have missed out, the San Francisco, or Santa Clara as we call them, 49ers, have acquired Jimmy Garoppolo from the Patriots. The heir apparent to the throne in Foxborough is headed west to Northern California in exchange for a 2018 second-round pick. That's it. That's all. That's what you get for Jimmy Garoppolo. He heads to the 49ers, and Kyle Shanahan, watching the Drek play quarterback for the Niners week after week, now gets a player that will be groomed as the 49ers quarterback, at least for the next couple of years. He will be given the keys to the kingdom as soon as humanly possible. And the Patriots, who we are told attempted to try to sign Garoppolo to a team-friendly contract to keep him around, they could not do that. He was unwilling to. At least that's the early reports and the indications out of Foxborough. So the Patriots said, hasta la vista. We are out of here. This is your final year of your contract. We're going to get rid of you and get something in return. So let's talk about this as the Patriots' backup quarterback goes to the 49ers. The big takeaway. What's the big takeaway from this? Uh, a couple of things stand out. You've got devoid of football talent cloud of failure, and a kamikaze mission also tossed in. Now, I'll begin with this. Every situation is unique. It's a little little different, right? Every radio show is a little different. This show is different than other shows. But we're talking football here. So with everything being a little bit different, with that said, nevertheless, your Jimmy Garoppolo is going to have to break the mold to succeed with the 49ers. He'll get the keys to a shattered kingdom, but the deck is stacked against him having any success with the 49ers. You're not going to get off to a great start. Very unlikely that is going to happen. The Niners are a winless football team. They are on pace to match the Cleveland Browns loss for loss. You lose, we lose. And not only are the 49ers a bad team, we don't know if Shanahan can be a head coach. Everyone talks about what a great offensive mind he is. Uh, I am skeptical of that as well. A lot of that was the Atlanta Falcons with Matt Ryan. You give him an average quarterback, below average quarterback, pretty bad. The Niners are devoid of top-notch football talent. They are lacking that. And even though you get a quarterback, you're still lacking at other positions on the offense and the defense. And Garoppolo is going to have to overcome the cloud that has haunted that has absolutely haunted Tom Brady backups. To say it's a checkered list is going too far in the optimistic direction here. The players that have been Tom Brady's backups have unanimously gone to other teams and done face plans. Brian Hoyer, who was released because of this trade, he had been the Niners' starting quarterback at the beginning of the year, then he was benched. 
and, and he's been just kind of hanging out for the last couple of weeks. Brian Hoyer, who was Tom Brady's backup years ago, uh, how'd he do? He, he's played for five different teams. And since he left the Patriots, a quarterback rating of 83.4, 16 and 21 record as a starter, had that famous defecation in the playoffs with the Texans a couple years back. Matt Castle, who won 10 games when Tom Brady got hurt back in 08 as the Patriots' starting quarterback. And then the Chiefs went out and got Castle and expected that they had solved their quarterback position and they were set up. And how'd that work out? Matt Castle has started 66 games in his career. He's 26 and 40. That's a, And he, he's had a 76 quarterback rating, which is not good at all. And you, lately you've had Jacoby Brissett, who Jacoby Brissett, now the Colts quarterback, and there's this false narrative that he's done a great job with the Colts. He's got five touchdowns, four interceptions, and a passer rating of 80.9, which is 26th in the NFL, and yet the low-information fan says, well, he's done pretty well. He's done pretty well. In what world is the 26th-ranked quarterback doing pretty well? In what world? He started seven games and a 2-5 and five record. Now, if you're bad at math and you haven't been able to, to follow all of this because there have been a lot of numbers and you're never supposed to give that many numbers out on the radio, that's a bad thing, 110 starts combined for Tom Brady's signature backups, Brian Hoyer, Matt Castle, Jacoby Brissett. They've started 110 games outside of a Patriot uniform, and they have a combined 44-66 and 66 record. That's a 400 winning percentage. And uh, while they had a couple, you know, you could point to one or two years and say, well, that guy had a good year there, that guy had a good year there. Overall, their body of work sucks. The cloud of failure has followed these players around. I wonder how much of this trade was because of Tom Brady encouraging the Patriots to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. He did not like the, uh, the guy over his shoulder there, Tom Brady. Well, here's Brady being the diplomat. He appeared on the Monday Night Football radio halftime show over at Westwood One, and uh, Tom Brady was waxing poetic. Nothing but compliments, nothing but well wishes for the now-departed backup quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, Jimmy's a great, you know, was a great teammate, and he's a great friend, and he always will be. And, uh, you know, I want nothing but the very best for him. He's earned the trust of his teammates and the respect of his teammates, and that's all you can ask for as a player. <laughs> Does anyone believe that? Does anyone believe that? All right, here's more uh, from Tom Brady and his BFF, Jim Gray. That's a very odd relationship those two have. But here's uh, Tom Brady and Jim Gray, and you'll hear Tom Brady. Uh, he's asked the question about the S word. Let's hear. Are you surprised? Well, you know, these. this is the time of year where, you know, we've been a part of a lot of, you know, trades our team has over the years. And, um, you know, again, as players, we try to show up to work every day doing the best we can do. And, you know, a lot of other things take care of themselves. And when other teams want, you know, good players, whether it's coming to our team or leaving our team, I mean, that those are the types of opportunities that present themselves, they come up. So, like I said, Jimmy's been a great teammate and a great friend, and uh, and he always will be. And I, I want nothing but the very best for him. Yeah, uh, Tom Brady's become a he should he really should be a politician. Although I say that, and you know now politicians they they do answer questions. Like Tom Brady doesn't answer questions. He does a a morning radio spot in Boston uh, every week, uh, and, and he never answers any questions. He has nothing ever interesting to say. 
but they make a ton of money because people tune in on that radio show, the, the Kirk and Callahan show in Boston, to hear Tom Brady do about 20 minutes of tap dancing around any question that is of a nature that you know could put him in an awkward spot. And it's just, yeah. Well, there's one other part to this this story, and that's the, the Patriots part of it. Bill Belichick is putting all of his chips into Tom Brady's basket. The Patriots have traded both backup quarterbacks in the last two months. They sent Brissett, as we talked about, to the Indianapolis Colts, and now they've sent Garoppolo to the 49ers. And for other teams, for other teams, this would blow up in their face. This is a kamikaze-type mission, right? There's no backup plan, but not in the Commonwealth, not with the Patriots. Things always seem to work out. Like, if this happened, and I follow the Rams a little bit now. If the Rams did something like this, something similar, their starting quarterback would break his leg this week. That's how that would work. And that would happen for a lot of teams. But for the Patriots, they just motor along. At some point, that's going to end. At some point, the clock is going to strike midnight, and the slipper's going to break, and it's going to be a nightmare and all that. But clearly, Tom Brady, while he might statistically be in the final chapter, and I do believe when the end is there, it's going to be a rapid decline. It's not going to be a slow decline. Uh, Tom Brady is going to have to continue to eat that avocado ice cream. Uh, he's he's going to. There's no viable backup, right? Muscle pliability matters here. The TB12 plan with Tom Brady. And those therapeutic pajamas that he sleeps in every night, or at least he sells them there, and the extra layer of bubble wrap that he must be protected in. He's even got those vibrating foam rollers that he sells on his website. It's all part of the book. The 25 glasses of water that he drinks every day. All of that. The TB12 method. Because that's it. It's a ride or die with that, with Tom Brady, who had said he wanted to play till he's 45 uh, as we'd, we'd assume the Patriots are going to get another quarterback in the draft next year with these extra picks that they've picked up from the Brissett trade and also the Garoppolo trade. So they'll get the new heir apparent and push back. They'll kick the can down the road for Tom Brady. So, All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox, Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Garcia. Now, Ben, if you look at the standings in the NFL, there are a couple of teams. I love looking at the standings. Uh, when I, when in, I'm having a bad day, I look at the standings. Yeah, yeah. there are a couple of teams that I would I would say, wouldn't you give up a first-round pick to get Jimmy Garoppolo and at least theoretically upgrade, upgrade your quarterback now, Who would that be, Eddie? Get, name the teams right how, now. Go how, ahead. How about the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah, you could say Jacksonville. How about the Buffalo Bills? How about the Minnesota Vikings? How about the Denver Broncos? There oh, you go. Oh, the Denver Broncos. But here's see, there's another plot twist. This, those are all good things. But we can also point out that Garoppolo's value was clearly greatly exaggerated. Is that accurate, right? Because all those reports about you know, two first round picks. Remember, there were there was talk the Browns were going to trade a top ten pick in the draft to get Jimmy Garoppolo last year, and I believe it was Adam Schefter who kept repeating the Patriots aren't trading him. He's not going anywhere. He's not. You know, he's going to be a Patriot this year. He's not going to be traded. But to get a second round pick, even if that, even if the Niners go 0 and 16, and that's the first pick. But actually, if they go 0 and 16, the Browns could go 0 and 16. I don't think they play each other, do they? I don't God, think they do. I wish they did. That would decide that, right? Yeah. That would decide. Let's see here. The uh, Browns do not play the 49ers. They, no, they don't. No, they don't. So they don't have to worry about that. So they could both go 0 and 16, which would be great. So that would be like the second pick in the second round. Second pick in the second round. That's not a top 10 pick in the NFL draft, right? That's. And Bill Belichick, he likes second and third round picks and fourth round picks more than first round picks. He doesn't like first round picks. But the, the plot twist of this 
is the assumption had been that Kirk Cousins was going to go out to the 49ers. They're off the board, right? Assuming Garoppolo doesn't do a face plant with the Niners and suck the rest of the year and shows some signs of life, then the Niners are off the board. Are the Denver Broncos now a player for Kirk Cousins in free agency? Do the Broncos now move in there and Jacksonville and you, you project ahead? The Vikings, are those the teams that will go hard after well, Kirk Cousins? there's certainly a need there. Buffalo? He wouldn't yeah. go to Buffalo, would he? Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. He wouldn't go to Jacksonville either, most likely. Well, I don't know. Ja- I mean, Jacksonville eh, looks on. decent. Yeah. They're probably going to be a playoff team this year, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah. I would, uh, would, would look for a playoff team to go to as a landing spot and get paid as well. You still wait for the other shoe to drop in Jacksonville, don't you? Yeah, but, I mean, look who they're in competition with, though, for a playoff spot. I mean, there's not a lot of good teams there in the AFC. I mean, the well, Dolphins, well, the Jack- Ravens. Jacksonville right now is the last team in. Understood. They're the sixth seed. But you're right. The teams right behind them are the Dolphins and the Ravens. Although the assumption is the Texans, even with their defense ravaged, that the Texans will end up a playoff team. That They're going to find a way. And the Bengals are still at three and four. The Bengals are still in the mix. But there's not. But your point is they're not very good. Right. And if you're a, a Jags fan, you tell me you wouldn't give up a first-round pick to upgrade your quarterback position? Now, I mean, we'll never know first until we pick, though. That could, you know, come on. Jacksonville. They love those first round picks. They've yeah. been hoarding them for years. Give up our first and second round oh, pick. Cooper's There's Koopa ready to He's ready to go. Speaking for John Elway right there, the Koopa Loop. Give him all the picks. That's... Uh, Mike Ditka apparently has uh, jumped into after Koop's watching, body. After watching Trevor Simeon, that's how uh, Koop's come to that God. conclusion. Yeah. They look good, I thought. Dink and dunk, overthrowing receivers. Oh, those happens. receivers are really good too. Solid. Whew. It's a good team. You blame now well, the usual Fowler excuses. Guy is a great, you great blame the receivers. Catcher. You blame the offensive line. You blame the coaches. If you like the quarterback, if you don't like the quarterback, you blame the quarterback. I blame them all. Yeah, that's probably accurate. Blame everybody. Yeah. yeah. All right, Spend Maller show on Fox. No, we don't do shout outs on this show, Eddie. So against. The, I know we're too big time for that. We do not. No, that's so small time radio. That stuff. is little uh, morning morning zoo radio. That's not how we roll You know we what, though, Ben? If yeah. we did, just I'm just saying pretend. Yeah. If we did, what what would we do? Well, we, we, we might we might uh, say hello to the uh, the boys in blue in Monrovia in SoCal who are hard at work, Eddie, protecting that fine city. And I understand, much like myself, very nervous about the Dodger playoff game. Yeah. Uh, although I'm not nervous. I'm confident. I've already projected. I'm planning. I've, I've changed my schedule. I had to change some of my daytime plans. I had a couple of meetings planned. On Wednesday, I had to clear my schedule for Game 7, so I am good to go for Game 7. So, But uh, I hear they might be listening. So we, uh, Patrolling the mean out. streets of Monrovia. Very, yes, yes, very mean. Absolutely. New well, it's too bad we don't give shout-outs. We don't. Yeah. It would be nice and to say hello to those guys. We can't. Yeah. It's uh, just that's not how we roll here. Cannot do it. That's, uh, that's low-brow morning radio, and this is a professional big-time network radio program. That's, that's what we do here. Now, guys, look at the time. It is officially Halloween. Oh, my God. Even on the West Coast. Uh, but not in Hawaii, it's not. Uh, not Do we have to wait till Not the, Hawaii, but everywhere else. Everywhere else that matters. My and not, God. What not Guam. Playing, Danny? Jesus. <laughs> this is our <laughs> Halloween show. You've got to get yes. in the mood, Eddie. Eddie, it needs <laughs> to sound like murder. It does it. Okay. The guys in Monrovia are like, holy crap, what's going on over there at the studios? Maybe go by there and check it out. Now, yeah. you guys are be, be skipping. Be very afraid, Eddie. This is Halloween. You guys are both skipping out on your diets, right? Yeah, and I'm, uh, I already feel 100%, 100% sick. Accurate. I feel sick, Artie. I, I told my wife. Mean? 
Well, my wife bought this giant Costco Kirkland brand of candy. I bought three bags oh. today. Eddie. Yeah. I, it's like crack. I'm like a crack addict. I, I can't walk by the little candy. I can't, I got to have like a couple. And well, we, we, haven't, oh, we haven't opened the package yet, so, you know. Well, that, she already opened the package. Well, that's. that's I said, leave that's the Mrs. whole. Mrs. Meller's uh, I said, I said, listen, you leave <laughs> that entire bag. I want some fat kid to take all that candy. I can't have that candy. I, I'm doing two hours a day of cardio, and it doesn't matter when I'm double fisting the Snicker bars. It does not matter. Well, we have plates in here, and I'll let uh, Coop christen it, but I brought in some sugar for the oh, crew because it, it can't be Halloween without, All right. you know, Let's diabetes. See. Yes. <laughs> be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, let's get it done. Get her done, as they say. It's Maller to the third degree time. And we bring in the Coop Daloop. Ben, over the weekend, Kobe Bryant was asked in an interview about his eventual induction into the Hall of Fame when he revealed that he would like either Phil Jackson or Michael Jordan to present him for the Hall. Now, Ben, using the Maller scale of probability, what do you think the chances are that MJ would actually do that? Well, Coop, I think the chances are we did those questions yesterday, so I don't think we'll be doing those questions again. That's an error on you, Coop. That oh, is a bad. failure. Bad <laughs> job by you. You lose. You get nothing for not being prepared for the radio show. That is a zero. That is a huge Cooper blooper. That is All right, uh, tremendous. I do have, uh, would I, you like me to give – you know what you should do, Coop? I'll direct you to the podcast where I answer that question, <laughs> and you can then go forward. Go ahead, Coop. Would you like you to check – Try Nothing. again? Would you? you yeah, lose. yeah. I've got. Right. I've got more questions for oh, you, Ben. Oh, good, Coop. Because I <laughs> feel like I've been down that road before. Yes, they have been. All right. Here's here's a better question for All you. All right. Very good. All right. Well, after uh, after Derek Carr's unfortunate loss, uh, Ronnie Harrison chimed in and he said that he believes that uh, Derek Carr is overrated that he gets a free pass on everything because he had some good performances early in his career but now that uh, he's basically just uh not as good as everybody seems to think do you yeah. agree with him ben or is this an overreaction well listen rodney harrison agrees with me rodney harrison is saying what i've been preaching here for several weeks we are in lockstep me and rodney harrison the dirtiest player in nfl history uh, a Derek carr has played he's played a tougher schedule this season and it would appear that Derek Carr has been the E-word, exposed. Carr has played three good games, and those were against the Titans, Jets, and Chiefs. Now, the Chiefs' defense wasn't very good at that time. The Titans, not, not so good. The Jets are terrible defensively. And in those games, those three games where Carr's played well, six touchdowns, no interceptions. The rest of the schedule, Derek Carr has four touchdowns, six interceptions, and a 69.9 quarterback rating. Terrible. Uh, so th- the inconsistency has been there. And B, Derek Carr is in the same boat as Jameis Winston. These are young quarterbacks who have shown flashes of being good. But the point of demarcation for any quarterback in the NFL is repetition of success, repetition of greatness. And specifically, Derek Carr has to deal with pressure. You are not going to have a clean pocket in the NFL most of the time. Even with a good offensive line, Derek Carr is 31st in the NFL in passer rating when pressured this season. No touchdowns, three interceptions. Until he figures out how to handle 
the pocket, which is not a clean pocket, and players coming after him trying to rip his head off, he is going to be doomed, and the Raiders are going to be doomed. All right, next. Now, on Sunday, it was reported that Jimmy Graham was uh, mentioning a lot of trade talks for Seattle. Now, uh, after the game, Pete Carroll was asked about those trade talks, and Pete Carroll uh, didn't mince words. He said that it was complete BS. He didn't actually say BS, but, you know. Really? What did he say? Go ahead, say it, Coop. I want to. Yeah. But I can't. Okay. Now, Jimmy Graham has been an important part of the Seahawks' offense, and he was instrumental on their win, uh, in their win on Sunday. Do you think maybe that the rumors were BS, Ben? Well, I, I look at it this way. I, I think there is something to it. I mean, you can use the cliche, I hope no one's offended. This is not racist where there's smoke, there's fire. I know that's an idiom, and those are racist things now. But I believe where there is smoke, there is fire. It makes sense for the Seahawks to at least consider trading Jimmy Garoppolo because – there's buyer's remorse. I know he's been in Seattle for several years now, but Jimmy Graham, when they, they picked him up, the assumption was you were getting the player he had been with the Saints, and the Seahawks thought they were getting an X factor, and he's been good, but he hasn't been great in the Pacific Northwest. Jimmy Graham had 26 touchdowns in 32 games with the New Orleans Saints. In 34 games with Seattle, he's got 12 touchdowns in 34 games. So it's about the same number of games – 14 less touchdowns, and the Seahawks, you know, they, they did make the trade with the Texans to get some offensive line help. I say that's not enough. They need more offensive line help, and so if you can trade Jimmy Graham and get even more help on that offensive line, that would be the prudent thing to do for Pete Carroll, no matter how much he has a temper tantrum. All right, next. And Ben, both Dave Martinez and Gabe Kepler were announced as new managers on Sunday, one with the Phillies and one with the yeah. Washington Nationals, great, respectively. Gabe Kapler, yes. Yes. Now, who do you think will have more a more successful tenure with their respective teams? Yeah, I'm going to go with Gabe Kapler. Now, and most people would say that the, the low-information fan is going to go with Dave Martinez, but I'm going to give Gabe, Gabe Kapler my vote of confidence here because Dave Martinez is walking into a beehive with the Nationals. Dusty Baker was fired after two straight division titles. He won 97 games this year. You toss in the fact that Bryce Harper is headed to free agency. The Nationals' job is not nearly as attractive as it seems. This is the last year Bryce Harper contractually obligated to the Washington Nationals. So it's the curse of high expectations that is going to haunt, as this being Halloween, it's going to haunt Dave Martinez. And B, Gabe Kapler is taking over a Phillies team, which has sucked for a number of years. They've got low expectations. They have been able to stockpile young players. My skepticism is whether these young players can actually play or not. We'll find out. But Reese Hoskins certainly looks like he's going to be a star, the young power hitter who came up last year and lit the world on fire. Gabe Kapler has next to no experience managing professional baseball at any level. He spent one year as a coach in the minor leagues a couple years back. He was working at Fox Sports Radio as a baseball commentator a couple of years ago and now he has skyrocketed up the list, but I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. He's all into analytics. He's bought into that. He has good people skills. He likes sports science and all that. He's a health nut. He's a freak. No cheeseburgers allowed. No Cheetos in the locker room for the Philadelphia Phillies. In fact, Gabe Kapler, if he sees Bartolo Colon on the other side of the field, he'll drill him for being fat. Uh, but I give him the benefit of the doubt because there are little expectations for the Phillies. That's a good spot for Gabe Kapler. There it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do?
we. I, I failed. That's right. That's but, right. Uh, but you you get nothing. You lose. No, no, that's cool. Good but that's, day, sir. That's right. But the rise from the dead, I won. So I, that was, that's, that's the one. But I did give a good answer to that Michael Jordan question. If you want to go back and hear the podcast, I thought it was solid. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Now, <laughs> Mallers Mountain of Money. Good Lord, that's a lot of money. Do you have what it takes to get to the top? Probably not. All right, let's do it. Mallers Mountain of Money. It's the Katy Perry edition, I am told. The Katy Perry edition. Not the Halloween edition, the Katy Perry edition. Well, we never got to complete this. Well, we never even really got to start this edition. No, but Halloween, we can, you know, Katy Perry you can do any week, but Halloween. Well, a lot of uh, girls dress up as Katy Perry for Halloween. That's, uh, that's weak. Go. That's a <laughs> cop out. All right, uh, let's Coop, welcome Coop in. didn't want to put another list together. Know, let's call it uh, what it is. He's lazy. That's fine. All right, let's welcome in our contestants. Who do we have here? Let's see. We've got Trucker Joe driving around Mississippi. Hello, Joe. What's up, Ben? Welcome in. How's everything in Mississippi? Hello, hello, hello. Nothing really going on. Just driving. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Well, very cool, Trucker Joe. Where are you headed? Uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. All right. And uh, how, how much long? How, what's the uh, the time from Mississippi to Atlanta, Georgia? How much more time do you have in the truck? Well, my, my ship is about to end. I got like two hours left. I started driving around like 6 o'clock yesterday, so I'm, oh, okay. probably, I'm probably about like five, maybe six hours away from Atlanta. All right. All right. I, got I got you. All right. Hold on a sec, Trucker Joe. And uh, Chris in Houston is going to play. Hello, Chris. Hey, hey, what's going on? What's Ready go- for this game. Yes, I, uh, I'm i looking forward to that. You you should not be looking forward to it because it's not going to be good for you. But that's, uh, that's hey, Ben, a- uh, just an uh, update. Uh, I've seen the box where they're hiding the shirts at. Uh, yeah, those will look good in some third-world country somewhere where those kids <laughs> wear those Astro World Championship shirts. Those will look pretty good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, hold on a sec, Chris. Trucker Joe, who do you want to partner up with? We got to get going here. Who do you want to partner up with, Joe? We'll go with you, man. All right, Joe. That's a good choice by you. We're going to be the team that wins. And Chris, who do you want to partner up with, Chris? My man, Eddie. All right. Oh, Garcia. I don't know. Let's whatever, do it, Chris. Whatever. All right. Let's play the game. All here right. we go. We have a classic matchup here. Trucker Joe and Ben versus Chris and Eddie. All right, gentlemen, it is the Katy Perry edition because it was her birthday last week. Category one, Dark Horse. Category two, Roar. Category three, the one that got away. Or category four, Hot and Cold. Trucker Joe, you are on the line first. Choose first. Dark Horse. Dark Horse for Joe. All right. And uh, Chris, that leaves you with Roar, the one that got away, or Hot and Cold. Roar. Roar for Chris, okay? And Trucker Joe, you're going to be up first with 45 seconds, 10 to 100 on the board. We need the first and last name loudly of each sports figure. All right, Ben, Dark Horse, these athletes were all part of a team that completed a, a major upset. All right, you ready? You got to be loud and proud here, Joe. You got to stay focused. Focused. All right, 45 seconds. Make sure you guys turn your turn your radios down, please. This is going to work out just fine for you, Ben. All right, 45 seconds. Go. All right, he's the starting quarterback for the Patriots right now. 
Tom Brady. That's correct. Uh, quarterback of the Jets, Super Bowl three. Call them Broadway. Uh, pass. All right. Uh, former Denver Nuggets center, played with a bunch of teams out of Georgetown. Sounds like Cookie Monster. Uh, all right. I don't know, uh, man. Yeah, you can't say that. I don't know. All right. Known as the Say Hey Kid, center fielder for the Giants in the 1960s. The Say Hey Kid, center field. Boy, this is going well. The screening process. Yeah, I have no game. idea. I don't know right. that one catcher either. for the Rangers, nicknamed Pudge, a Hall of Fame catcher for the Rangers in the 90s. Yvonne Rodriguez. Oh, you got one. All right. Oh. Known as Big Shot for. Oh, all right. Wow. All right. Uh, the other one was Broadway Joe. That, I know. I messed that one up. Yeah, that was Joe Namath. Yeah. Joe, Joe Namath. Cookie Monster. Not in my house. Dikembo, Dikembe Matumbo. And uh, did he miss? Oh, Willie yeah, Mays. Willie Mays. Uh, no one's ever heard of Willie Mays. Willie Mays. That's Say a hey tough kid. one. Willie Mays. No one's ever heard of. Uh, <laughs> no. Joe Namath. Not known at all. Yes. All right, uh, on to Chris and Eddie. How um, how many points they get, Coop? Seventy. Okay. All right, here we go. Solid round. Chris and Eddie, these athletes for Roar all play or played for a team with a mascot that roars. Forty-five seconds on the clock. You ready, Eddie? Yes, sir. Go. Current quarterback of the Bengals. Andy Dalton. Former Detroit Star wide receiver. They they called him Megatron. Calvin Johnson. NBA player from Spain. His brother is Pau, a uh, big man for the Grizzlies. Mark Gasol. Current uh, Detroit Latino slugger. He won the Triple Crown. Tigers. Uh, 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 we'll pass on uh, that one. Man. Carolina Best Panthers. Man. Carolina Panthers tight Sam end. Newton. No, no. Tight end. <laughs> played at the U. Oh. White guy. Uh, Olsen. Olsen. Uh, First name? Uh... Hey, he just got injured. Okay. Pass on that one. All right. <laughs> oh, For, former, well. former small running back for the Jaguars who played at UCLA. He's got three names. Oh, oh my God. Are you whoa. kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Maurice Jones Drew. I believe, I believe the impossible has just happened here. Coop, uh, do the math real quick, Coop. Uh, and uh, Greg Olson. It is 70 to 60. Who's winning? That would be you, Ben. Trucker Joe, you got the lead, Trucker Joe. You got the lead. We're going to steal it. You don't know who Joe Namath or Willie Mays is, but you got the lead. All right, very good. Everyone uh, stand down. Everyone hold on there. There you go. The conclusion of this terrible edition of Mallers Mountain of Money. Can it get any worse? Uh, We'll find out. We'll do it next. A night without the Ben Maller show is like a daytime listening to one of those cookie-cutter radio programs. We're different. Join our community on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. All right, let's not dilly-dally here. We'll try to get right back into it. It's Maller's Mountain of Money, the Katy Perry edition, and it's a 10-point game defensive battle. Let's get back to it. Here we go, Danny G. What do we have going next? Who's going next? We got Chris in Houston and Trucker Joe in yes. Mississippi. And it's a defensive battle, 70-60. to 60. Chris with a 60, so you're choosing first either the one that got away or hot and cold. Hot and cold. Hot and cold. Here we go. Hot and cold. These athletes are known to be streaky. All right, 45 seconds on the clock. Eddie, ready? Yes. Go. Current quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. Cam Newton. Rookie slugger for the Yankees, led the AO at home runs this year. Aaron Judge. Warriors' third option behind Steph and Durant. Clay Thompson. Former Lakers guard Swaggy P. Nick Young. Cavaliers guard, famous for uh, going to the championship parade without a shirt on. 
J.R. Smith. Knicks guard of the 90s, went to the finals against the Rockets. Yes. Uh, NBA guard with the Timberwolves. He's played for the Bulls and the Knicks and the Clippers. Sixth man of the year many times. Yes. Wow, nice. On the table. Chris. All right, Trucker. Wow. Trucker jealous, trying to snap out of it. That first one was a dry run here. Let's go. Here we go. All right, here we go, gentlemen. The one that got away. These athletes are known more for a team other than the one that drafted them. All right, 45 seconds on the clock. Ben, go. All right, Packers quarterback before Aaron Rodgers. That's correct. Uh, Former slugger for the Giants, all-time home run king, steroid guy. Barry Bonds. Correct. Uh, 1980s Raiders and Kansas City Royals player. Played both sports. Um, wow. All, all right. Bo Jackson, uh, actually. Yeah, you got that. All right. The human highlight film for the Atlanta Hawks in the 1980s. Human highlight film was his nickname. Oh, I don't know that one. All right. All uh, right. Former MVP of the Raiders Super Bowl 2002. Bunch of interceptions in the Super Bowl. Don't know that one either, do you? All right, first one, first no. baseman for the Dodgers. He's on. Uh, he's been he's suspended from the team. He's in Italy. The whole thing. You don't know that one either. Okay, all right. I can't really understand you. Okay. <laughs> well, that's same with us. Most Ben nice, is yeah. speaking Swahili, so yes, I was uh, giving good good clues. Why would you understand? Blame Adrian me. Gonzalez, yes, uh, Rich Gannon, Dominique Wilkins, the human human highlight film there. Uh, how how old exactly. are you, Joe? Huh? How old are you? Me, I'm 31, man. 31. Oh, All right, so that, uh, probably yeah. should have seen videos of Dominique winning the yeah, slam dunk. Yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. So. Congratulations to Chris. <laughs> Chris is the winner, and he wins a golden uh, ticket. Uh, Running the table. Uh, I got a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. Good job, Chris. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? Uh, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 